Hi, hello, I'm your host, Chloe. Today, I will be talking about Suzanne Collins' The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes is the prequel novel to the Hunger Games trilogy. It was published in May of this year, 12 years after the first installment hit shelves. I think it's important for me to give you a little context about my relationship with this series before I dive right in. I was introduced to this book, the first book, when I was in sixth grade in 2010. I'll save you from doing the math. I graduated high school in 2017. My sixth grade teacher wanted to use the first book, The Hunger Games, as a read aloud, but didn't read the book jacket or the description, and uh, long story short, she read us the first chapter before dropping the read aloud. I was hooked from the first page, so I went to the library and checked it out. I finished the series in a time of childhood trauma where I found solace in the pages. I went to the midnight premieres for all four of the movies, and I even visited the exhibition in San Francisco. I sat on one of the benches that was used in the train scene during Catching Fire. My butt touched the same seat as Jennifer Lawrence and Josh Hutcherson. It was a big deal. To this day, I have not found a book series that I love as much as The Hunger Games. That being said, I have waited a decade for another book. I had such high hopes for this one. Did it live up to its predecessors? Keep listening to find out. Ambition will fuel him. Competition will drive him. But power has its price. It is the morning of the reaping that will kick off the 10th annual Hunger Games. In the capital, 18-year-old Coriolanus Snow is preparing for his one shot at glory as a mentor in the games. The once mighty House of Snow has fallen on hard times, its fate hanging on the slender chance that Coriolanus will be able to outcharm, outwit, and outmaneuver his fellow students to mentor the winning tribute. The odds are against him. He's been given the humiliating assignment of mentoring the female tribute from District 12, the lowest of the low. Their fates are now completely intertwined. Every choice Coriolanus makes could lead to favor or failure, triumph or ruin. Inside the arena, it will be a fight to the death. Outside the arena, Coriolanus starts to feel for his doomed tribute and must weigh his need to follow the rules against his desire to survive no matter what it takes. Three things I liked about this book. The setup and payoffs world building, and supporting characters, specifically Lucy Gray and Sejanus. Three things I did not like about this book. Coriolanus, Coriolanus, and you guessed it, Coriolanus. Would I recommend this book? Hmm. I think that if you're a major fan of the series like me, you could find some value in it. If you are new to the series, or if you just want to follow the main story, I would suggest that you skip it. By the time I reached part three, I honestly just wanted it to be over. I had to finish the last few chapters on a matter of principle. If you'd like to hear me talk about this book in depth, 
listen to the next episode. Let's talk about lit.